0: You're listening to a Hindustan Times production, brought to you by HT
1: Smartcast. Which means 75th year of independence, 2022, we will have a new parliament building. Uh, by the end of 2022, before the winter session, that's what is planned, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm 69 years old and, you know, my knees are still functioning. But there is no space between the front and the back. When we sit, you know, we are cramped in because that parliament was designed for very few people. So we are making a bigger parliament for the people of India on its 75th anniversary.
0: When the monsoon session of parliament ended a few weeks ago, it wasn't just the usual recess. It was the end of an era. Because when MPs from across the country come back together for the winter session later this year, they will not be in that circular building we've all grown up seeing. You know the one? It's the one that used to be on TV every night long before news was only on TV. It's now going to be a museum, while parliament sessions will move to a brand new one right next to it. So, why was this move necessary? And why are so many MPs mourning its loss? You're listening to First Voice, Last Word, our weekly podcast on Indian politics. I'm Sunitra Chaudhary, national political editor for Hindustan Times. And in my two decades of experience, I've realized that politics is often like reality TV, full of dramatic personalities making strategic moves. But unlike the entertainment that stars provide, this is actually impacts our lives. So let me take you inside these corridors of power to understand what the Netas are talking about and how their moves ripple down to us. And today, I tell you the story of how India outgrew its old parliament building and needed a new one. The story of changing parliament building is a very personal story. It's called a temple of democracy. It's where... The people we choose to represent us come to fight for our rights, our members of parliament. Every single one of them realizes the privilege it is to speak for hundreds and thousands of us, fighting to win that right every five years or every six years if they belong to the Rajya Sabha. And for the last hundred years, they've headed to this place that had an architecture like no other. Ask former Chief Minister and Union Minister Kamal Nath who's been an MP nine times since nineteen eighty. Well,
3: nobody has contested in one more elections than I have in the history of the Lok Sabha. I entered Parliament in January of nineteen eighty and uh, as a youngster and we had stalwarts like Yajivand Ram, Jyothar May Basu. Uh, they used to refer to us Chokras Ye They used to say Because uh, It was because of Sanjay Gandhi That a new breed of politicians Came in uh, Ashok Gailot. And others There was Jagdish Taitler, There was Rajshakar Reddy And so many And they used to refer to us as Chokras Because we were youngsters Biju Patnaik I remember him telling me that You guys are ke Like me
0: uh, you are trespassers. I guess the architecture is meant to leave everyone who enters in awe and a little intimidated. If you've ever been a visitor to parliament, you have to leave all your devices at the front desk, get a special pass made and go through at least two or three layers of security before you're let into the visitor's gallery. As journalists... We had to get a special Home Ministry clearance before we are even allowed to cover the sessions from the press galleries. But for all the visitors, it's such a treat because as soon as you stand facing that building up close, you know you're watching history in action. You might see MPs protesting anything from price rise, unemployment, rising crime. <laughs> You see news crews interview different MPs. And then, as you climb the stairs to get to the visitors' gallery, you might bump into a minister or a star MP that's always in the news. And it's only in Parliament that you have that opportunity to be up close with them. Say hi and ask them the questions without being blocked by their security people. As former Minister Prakash Javadekar explains he would use parliament corridors to even get his daily steps.
2: This round-shaped parliament has a peculiar architecture and we enjoyed a lot. I used to take walk whenever I get time. So the total round shape is 650 steps and that used to give us two rounds is one kilometer and that's how uh, we used to take four, five, six rounds whenever time permits and I found this habit with Gulam Nabi Azhar, he also used to take rounds and we used to chat I think the round offices itself create the beauty of the things and the press gallery on the first floor Was uh, definitely, I had gone there n number of times, and all place people uh, standing there having tea, (laughs) uh, chatting with each other, and that was a living space in a way, a live uh, atmosphere all the way.
0: But for Prakash Javdekar, Kamal Nath, and especially younger MPs like Supriya Suley, what made it more special was the knowledge that they were walking on the ground that was walked by so many before them. The place where they all go when Parliament is adjourned, the Central Hall, was the place that the Constituent Assembly chaired by Rajendra Prasad deliberated and came up with our constitution. B. R. Bedkar, Sarujni Naidu, Jawaharlal Nehru, icons of history were all here before them. Every corner was just steeped in history.
4: Chandrasekhar Ji, I have seen that in Central Hall, I have seen Atal Ji, I have seen so many leaders like that, you know, I mean, Kulam Singh Ji, we still see, Lalu Ji, I mean, so many relationships, yaar, of, you know, watching them speak, Sushma Ji, Arun ji, ji, you know, so many people, Kulam Navi Azad Ji, so many people, so closely, Prada mukherjee one more thing. want to be remembered as a parliamentarian. For me, my idol is Madhu Dandavate. Why Jawan? You know? These are all great parliamentarians from Maharashtra. I mean, for me, Madhu Dandavate is something
0: I've always aspired to be. Yeah. By the way, just as an aside, Prime Minister Chandrasekhar, who Supriya Sule saw in parliament and looked up to, his son Neeraj Shekhar is also an MP now a Bharatiya Janta Party one, and is a good friend of Supriya Sule. She's also the daughter of another longtime MP, Sharad Pavar. And so generations of politicians have walked here, argued and listened to each other. And there are just so many secrets, so many untold stories that I needed to speak to an expert.
5: Now, the Central Hall of Parliament was initially a library,
0: Chakshu Roy heads legislative and civic engagement at the PRS, which provides independent research to elected members.
5: And that library was converted into a chamber which had benches. And that's where our constitution was uh, debated extensively and then framed. But this was not the only repurposing that happened in parliament. Uh, In independent India, Uh, There was another institution that needed space, uh, which was the Supreme Court. And uh, it was in Parliament that the Supreme Court existed for the first few years, till the time it got its own building. In addition to the Supreme Court, uh, the Federal Service Commission, which was uh, the precursor to the Union Public Service Commission, that body also worked out of the parliament building for a few years after independence.
0: I only thought that lawyers have an affinity for politics, which is why there are so many lawyers turned into netas. But the Supreme Court connection really added another layer. At the moment, Supreme Court is at least five kilometers away from parliament and we often see arguments about the two pillars of democracy infringing into each other's space. Imagine if they were still functioning out of the same building. Anyway, Jaakshu Roy tells us how parliament as we know it now came about.
5: Our parliament building has an interesting history. When the new capital city of Delhi was being conceived, there was no plan to have a parliament house. At that time, the idea was that government house, which is the present president's house would have a council chamber and the legislature that was in india was a single house legislature it would meet in that council chamber but after the reforms of 1918 and 1919 there was plan for a bicameral house and in the plan of delhi there was there was going to be no building that could accommodate a bicameral house. So, uh, the British administrators uh, had two options before them. One option they thought was to house this new bicameral legislature in tents till the time uh, a building could be uh, constructed. The other plan was to refurbish an existing building and uh, use that as a temporary meeting place for the bicameral legislature and this is the option that followed. What was done was that uh, there was an old Delhi secretariat building and uh, that building was converted into a legislative chamber Uh, and that building is where currently the Delhi Legislative Assembly meets. Thereafter, uh, Herbert Baker was entrusted with the design for a new uh, parliament building and his initial design was a triangular building and uh, this design was not uh, uh, approved and uh, we ended up with a circular design building. And this is not the only building that was built to house this uh, new central assembly as it was called uh, after the constitutional reforms of 1919. There was another parliament house that was built. Uh, In Shimla, because uh, in the summers the British government uh, used to move to the hills, and uh, there was a legislative chamber that was needed there as well. Uh, And the building that was built in Shimla now currently houses the Himachal Pradesh Legislative Assembly.
0: But of course, the tradition of escaping to cooler climes to get away from the unbearable heat of the plains was an idea that went out with the Brits. So this colonial building had to adapt to its occupants' needs from expanding numbers to modern technology and of course the wonders of air conditioning. Things anyway get so hot there with people losing their tempers. I can't really imagine that with 543 MPs of Lok Sabha all stuffed together without any AC.
5: Ducts had to be put in uh, to put an air conditioning system and then Technological changes over the years meant that uh, additions had to be made to the parliament building. So, for example, in the chambers, uh, voting system had to be put in. So that involved uh, putting of wires and switches. Then uh, extra lights had to be put in to make sure that the chamber was lit properly. Audiovisual system had to come in. Translation systems had to come in. Uh, When... Uh, In the 80s and 90s, Parliament uh, underwent a number of technological changes, Uh, fixed cameras had to come in, wiring for internet throughout the Parliament House complex had to be put in.
0: of why we are saying goodbye to the parliament building today. Since 2012, there's been talk of the need for a new building, which means that it wasn't just the Narendra Modi government, but before it. And the biggest argument that the government has is that the building may be historic, but can no longer safely house so many people, so many lawmakers, their security personnel and the officials.
5: Uh, in fact, over the years, there have been occasions when uh, this disrepair has, uh, has been seen quite visibly. Uh, I remember that there was uh, a proceeding uh, in one of the chambers uh, which had to be adjourned repeatedly because there were foul smell coming to the house. Uh, there have been one or two occasions where there has been a fire scare. Uh, there's a small fire that has broken out in the Parliament House complex. So that's been there. So the conversations about a new Parliament building now have been going on for about for about a decade,
1: since, since about uh, 2012. The people using Parliament have been requesting that the difficulties they face in using Parliament... Be addressed. They've been uh, requesting that since a long period now. Formally, the first request, I believe, was in 2012.
0: Um, the place is stressed. Bimal Patel is the chief architect of the Central Vista project, which is handling the new parliament building and its adjoining areas. His Gujarat-based firm is also redeveloping other heritage places, like Mahatma Gandhi's Sabarmati Ashram in Ahmedabad. And so the critics see him as the Modi government's favourite go-to person for redrawing history. But in this interview to Hindustan Times last year, he pointed out that building a new parliament wasn't just for vanity's sake, but a structural necessity.
1: It was never meant to be parliament. It was meant to be a council house. Uh, Once we took it over in a hall that was meant to seat 150 people, we put in 543 people. Uh, That itself brings its own stress. The installation of modern infrastructure has damaged the building in many parts. So uh, the parliament, I mean, you have to ask parliamentarians and people who use the building, they will tell you that the building, all their problems need to be addressed. In this case, those were the functional issues that needed to be addressed.
2: They were uh, cramped uh, offices for all. These offices were there but everything was cramped and everything was falling apart and therefore there was absolute necessity of new building. Central Vista project, an ambitious redevelopment project in the heart of Delhi that would completely transform the national capital including give the country a new parliament building. Now, while the Modi government seems determined to go ahead with it, activists, including architect groups, are claiming that this threatens to strip away the public identity of an iconic national space. The Central Vista project is estimated to have a price tag, according to some reports, of 20,000 crores.
0: Change can be difficult. And so, like with so many decisions of the Narendra Modi government, this change to a new parliament building has become a divisive issue. Many even thought that the Ashoka lines unveiled in the new parliament building seemed to be snarling, unlike its original, where they appeared benevolent. And opposition leaders like Supriya Sule or the Congress's Kamilath ask why the existing building couldn't be upgraded. After all, the British Parliament on which our system is modeled is also about 200 years old.
3: When I joined parliament, there was no annexing. Then there was a new annexing. Because you don't
1: stay around with history. That the bastions of government, that the buildings that Lutyens and Baker built for the Raj to signify the power of the Raj over, over the Indian population, if these buildings are becoming museums that you and I can walk in with our children and grandchildren and whatever. Uh, then I think this is an extremely fantastic move. Uh, it's about time that our republic abandoned those symbols of the Raj. I mean, there are many things that are colonial. Are you going to break everything? And why only
4: colonial? I mean, why not take good out of everything?
0: time for debate, of course, is now over. Change has already come. In the past week, Prime Minister Narendra Modi unveiled the new look that's going to greet us at the Central Vista and the environs of the Parliament complex. It's shinier and it's perhaps going to be cleaner because access to street vendors and ice cream carts in the entire Rajpath will be limited.
3: Today, कर्तव्यपत के रूप में नए इतिहास का श्रजन हुआ है मैं सभी देशवासियों को आजादी के इस अमृत काल में गुलामी की एक और पहचान से मुक्ति के लिए बहुत बहुत बधाई देता हूँ
0: there will be those who will embrace the changes, especially because it will bring amenities that were badly needed.
5: So, for example, uh, in most developed countries, members of parliament have dedicated office space uh, in their uh, parliamentary building. In India, that's never been the case. Uh, Members of parliament uh, neither have office space within parliament house. Uh, nor around it and they have to uh, entertain visitors at their residence where uh, there are makeshift offices that are created. So if we want a professional working environment uh, for our parliamentarians, one big gap that the current parliament house has is the absence of office space for members of parliament. There are also some safety concerns uh, in the current circular building of Parliament. One of them is uh, uh, fire safety. So for example, uh, the Parliament House building also has an attic. uh, And uh, that attic uh, is where a number of offices of not only parliamentary staff, but also of some political parties are also located. Now, uh, access to the attic is either through a lift or through a narrow staircase. Now in case there is an you know, untoward incident uh, and we need to uh, ensure that uh, members of parliament or staff that's working in that attic office area has to be safely evacuated uh, it might get problematic because access is not very easy in this part of parliament building.
0: And so it is that this circular building will be a museum by the end of the year, replaced by a brand new shiny triangular one. There's a lot of excitement about what it means for MPs, about how it will all be paperless, how there will be digital screens for each MPs, and yes, office space for all. But If there's one hope that everyone has, it's that the values that it stands for, to provide a space for democracy to function, for the constitution that says a government by the people, of the people and for the people, that these intrinsic values will thrive wherever parliament is housed.
5: But one of the things that we should also think about when it comes to uh, our parliament is how do we strengthen not only the physical infrastructure but the rules and regulations that uh, ensure that parliament runs smoothly. So in the new parliament building should we not uh, rethink some part of our rules and procedures to ensure that parliament can deliver on its constitutional mandate of representing people, effectively scrutinizing laws, making them ensuring that there is proper debate and lesser disruptions. So there's a hardware side of the story and there is possibly what I would refer to as a software side of the story. And I think both of them would uh, need to work in tandem.
2: House definitely brings us nostalgia about how we enjoyed. I was uh, Member of Parliament for 14 years in this old building mm-hmm. and from probably from next session we'll move on to another very good facility and the same kind of uh, memories will be there also. I was uh, Minister when MOS on the third floor offices were very camp but in ground floor the offices are very good, Uh, there was little, uh, only barring uh, central hall there was no other uh, facilities, Uh, overall the building leaves us good memories but the building will be there, it will be converted into museum as per my knowledge and therefore this will also give us, it will be there and now we will have new facility with modern technology with better architecture and at the same time better facilities uh, members will also get uh, in due course separate offices and uh, the house is very beautifully done as per the scheme which I have seen so this is I think uh, it's, it's uh, always you feel, okay, you are living this one, but that will stay there. It will be in front of us and we will enjoy the new facility. Those in favor will please say aye. aye. Those against will please say no. no. I think the eyes have it, the eyes have it, the eyes have it.
0: In this case, it looks like the eyes certainly had it. You've been listening to First Voice, Last Word. I'm Sunetra Chaudhary. This episode was produced by Deepti Ahuja and edited by Sanju Abraham. Editorial inputs were provided by Snehashi Roy. Do write to me about what you'd like us to cover next at Sunetra C on Twitter. To stay updated on this podcast, log on to htsmartcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again next week with another secret story of political lives. Till then, goodbye.